0: Welcome to everyone's favorite podcast about upcycling. It's Reclaimed Audio with your hosts, Phil Pinsky, Bill Lutz, and Tim Sway. Welcome everybody to this week's episode of Reclaimed Audio. This is episode 76 for April 19th, 2017. This week's top Patreon supporters are Luis Gonzalez. Make, build, modify. Stu Morrison, The Godfather, Jimmy DeResta. Got a little. I like. It. I like the elongated note there at the end.
1: Uh, no, it was, it was kind of uh, a. It was good. I just,
2: yeah. I, 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 feel the. I feel like a jazz musician, you know. Let was... me, let me just pause you right there.
0: Trustin Timber, Sean Petty, Scott <laughs> Turner, Andrew Reed, Randall Denver, and Greg Mead. The attention span of Goldfish, you two. All so, right, well,
1: but before we get going, I want to say something. And shout
0: out to who? Who do we got to shout to out Luis? to? Luis. I just okay. want to
1: say, um, I don't know if it's supposed to be out in the world in general, what he's got going on, but let's just say that he's an amazing person. And Luis, I know you're listening. I love you. I just do. I, I don't know of a more generous, kind, caring person. So God bless you. So say you. we all. Yeah, so say we all.
0: Yeah, yeah. Love Louise. Uh, what are we working on? What do we uh, What do we got going? Let's see here. Bill with the big grin. What do you got working on? What's uh, on your bench?
1: I am starting uh, um, the A-frame sign for uh, the salon for Casey. I am also going to start work on a fretted, solid body three string guitar. Sweet. Yeah. And I just put out my, the little amp I made, which was so fun. Oh, my gosh. if I oh, cool. If I would have known how many times I could have pulled out, if I would have been able to find all of the, the, the resistors and the, the pots and everything that you need to do it, I used to do all that stuff a long time ago, but I bought the little wiring harness for it. But either way, it was still fun to put together, and it was a cute video. So I know I'll, I'll be recycling a lot more electronics from now on.
0: Hmm, cool. Mm. That was a great video. I really enjoyed that.
1: Well, thank mm-hmm.
0: you. And, uh, yeah. So are you, what's your next video going to be? Is it going to be that a frame or is the guitar?
1: Uh, i um, I think I'm going to do both as videos. So then I'm not, it depends. I'd probably be the a frame come out first. Cause it's not going to be that difficult of a thing to do. I actually found an old chalkboard. I'm going to cut it in half. I'm going to make an a frame. Yeah. Um, and just mount it on there. So that should be fairly easy. And then paint it to match the decor of the salon. And then, uh, I will also be it's hard for me to film two things at at the same time because I'm afraid that I don't know how to do that because <laughs> I only have one like chip to go in my camera so right well, you just have to download. look
2: at the film and see which put it in two folders on your computer like oh this is the see,
1: right there you said two different over. folders that's I'm like yeah. no 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 so uh, the the a frame shouldn't take me that that's probably gonna be a one day build film and edit I mean literally yeah. it shouldn't be yeah, that, that, that shouldn't hard. Take and then wait, I'm excited. Wait, wait, I'm wait, gonna. Wait. I'm actually upcycling some end tables that I made to use the wood for a solid body guitar. Sweet, nice. Looks I like. wanted
0: to say, uh, I think like a congratulations or like a well done. Like I feel like you're sticking to your New Year's resolution to like really kick your your YouTube channel into high gear. I'm trying. Like, no, it seems to be like really paying off. Like you are putting out the videos, and I'm sure you're seeing the the results in your in your numbers.
1: Um, I, yeah, I mean, I, am not really overly concerned about the numbers. I'm just super jazzed about, I feel good, even though Casey is trying to slowly kill me, um, by making me go take care of myself at the gym, um, mentally and physically, I'm starting to feel really good and, and I'm excited about the whole music. I never thought I would be able to make music at all. And I'm not saying that I'm making it now. I, I'm making noise, but for me, this is a dream come true, seriously. I never thought it would happen. At 50 years old, I'm making guitars. Granted, they're cigar box guitars, but I'm making them and I'm watching videos and I'm slowly learning how to make music. And it is one of the most wonderful things ever. So I'm just jazzed, I'm ready to go. I, I, I want to build one that has its own amplifier built in. I'm gonna make a salad body. I'm making acoustic, I'm making a, a stomp box, I'm gonna make all kinds of stuff.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. Timmy's um he's jazzed about making music. All right. Huh? I don't know if you caught that, that one. <laughs> yeah.
1: You know
2: my my uh what we're watching that we do at the end of the podcast. Yes. Uh, is actually partially for you, Bill, but I'm going to Wait till we get to the end. But also, I just wanted to, while you're talking, Bill, we also, because it's been a few weeks or months since we've done it, um, could you just take a minute to reintroduce yourself to our listeners that may be new and may not know exactly who you are or what you do and what you're talking about?
1: That's a good idea. Um, uh, My name is Bill Lutz. I am a hobbyist reclaimer, upcycler maker. Um, I had this idea a couple years ago about starting a podcast so I <laughs> called everybody I knew and nobody wanted to do it and finally you two showed up and um, no 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 I was I, I was um, I built a salon for my wife to help them out and got to know Tim Sway and next thing I know I'm on a podcast and I'm a very big fan of all makers of no matter what you make and that's my claim to fame I think is just being a cheerleader.
0: Well said. Yeah, That is yeah, absolutely true. I think that's 100% what
2: you are known for. Yeah, your, your positivity.
1: Your attitude. Yeah, and hugs. Yeah, yeah the- that that might not be a good thing anymore. But No, no. The hugs were great. Let me tell you something. I've never been to Georgia before. The The mayor of Georgia asked me to come back. Wow. Because that's how good my hugs are. Mayor Huggles?
0: Uh, no, no. That's to attend uh, the court hearing for the lawsuits. <laughs> <laughs> That's that's why he's got to go back
1: there. It's for a hearing. <laughs> yeah, Tim, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. not you um? want not you tell us who you are and what you're making?
2: while well, while we're doing the reintroductions, my name is Tim Sway, and I am I don't really like using the word professional for anything, but I'll say I'm a full time uh, maker of things. Uh, obviously specializing in reclaimed and upcycled materials, and pretty strict about that. Um, I got into doing that after a career in music and other. Artsy fartsy junk that I've done, um, and the the limitations of working with reclaimed and the environmental message of it are what attracted me to it. Uh, and the reason that I'm here on this podcast is because of Phil Pinsky. It was actually his idea to do the podcast, but he reached out to me. Surprise! <laughs> <laughs> he he reached out to me to do it because of you know my voice on YouTube from doing this stuff. That I would figured out that part of being green meant like sort of sharing the philosophies, and so I look forward to the now. I really enjoy and it's become part of. Officially, since I've met Phil, this, what I always call outreach, like the, the video making, the podcast doing, has actually become part of my, my job. It's like I'm actually you know making a little bit of money off of it via Patreon and ad revenue and, on Google and whatnot, and uh, and uh, I, I owe it all to you, Phil. <laughs> well, it's, it, it's quite literally my pleasure. So, <laughs> uh, And as far as what I'm working on this week is that I am in Connecticut, for those of you who do not know, which has been... We we had a pretty mild winter, but then the the tail end of the winter just hit us hard, snow and cold, and uh, and so now we finally have been able to open the the shop doors up uh, this past few days, and so I've been blowing the dust out of the corners and the cobwebs out, and you know sort of just like getting the fresh air and cleaning out the 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 months of the the buildup of being in that closed space, you know, and and um, cleaning, spring cleaning, organizing. I've been talking since I acquired an extra bay of the barn that my shop is in. I've been talking for a while about turning part of that into like a clean room for painting. And I actually started cleaning that space out. I built half a wall to sort of divide it off. Just framed it. I don't have the material to put up on it yet. Uh, I'm gonna put some lights in there. So I've been sort of doing some shop reorganization. I moved some of my, my main... Maybe I'll do a video. I've done a few tour videos of my shop on my YouTube channel. and I might do another one if I feel like there's enough changes. But I moved a bunch of stuff around. I'm actually building for the first time in my life a... A sort of semi proper miter station, which.
1: Wow. <laughs> is, um,
2: like, I. Because I've always had, you know how your your miter table saw is like three and a half inches higher than the table it sits on, right? You know, mm-hmm. when your wood's hanging over. I've always just had a, th- a, a four by four posts on either side to just be level with my. Because it was usually fine, but it's sloppy looking and stuff. So, so I, I just built that out of some cutoffs of plywood and some two by fours. I built little platforms to put on either side. I moved it to a new location because the idea is I got. I'm trying to fight the sawdust a little better and up my dust collection. So I thought if I moved it in this other location, I could run a pipe to it, and then it was going to open up this other space. And then that turned into me putting this over here, and then I bought this new tool. which So now, you know, that's <laughs> where I'm at. I'm sure you all know. <laughs> I, it's a disease. It, it is. But a know, fun like, one. It is. And then it's like, oh, and, the, and then um, the other day I had the CNC machine running for a couple hours cutting this thing out. And I was like, I don't want to listen to this for two and a half hours. So I'm going to go to the other bay and start cleaning and organizing, which turned into me pulling everything on the driveway and building half a wall. And and uh, and I haven't been to the shop in a few days now because I was away over the weekend, and I'm just I'm almost I don't remember what I left at. If everything's in a pile, just so I could close the door when I left, or if I actually accomplished, I have no idea where I'm at. You so. did so much work that you blacked out. I yes, I, or it was all the paint solvents. One or the other, <laughs> whatever. One of the, you know. Yeah. <laughs> how yeah, how I can
1: feel? I can tell you that uh, paint solvents are. A great way I mean a bad thing to never <laughs> mind. Right.
2: Yeah. The bad way to open up your can of propane. You know, you spe- speaking yeah, exactly.
1: of dust collection and cleaning out your garage and stuff, just real quick, um, we bought um not a roomba but a little roomba like like a fake roomba vacuum because mm-hmm. with three cats and a dog, there's there's hair all the time. So now when we leave the house in the morning, We push the button and this little robot vacuum goes and it actually does a really decent job, but it doesn't get underneath the couch or under the chairs, corners and stuff like that. So we we had guests coming over and we thought, okay, we got to use the real vacuum this time as well. I looked at Casey. I said, hold on. So I went out in the garage and I got my uh, 20 volt yellow tool uh, blower (laughs) and I blew out from down the, the from the bathroom all the way down the hall underneath the couches everything i had one door open in the back one door open in the front and just blew all these dust bunnies and cat hair and dog hair out with a blower it was so much fun i recommend it to anybody you didn't break any pictures or anything like because no, no well I, I just down on the ground buddy just down on yeah. the ground
2: i have a hard time like staying like because i blow much sh- we all do we blow the shops out like that and right. I have the rafters and right. but i have a hard time keeping it down i'm always like i'm like I'm like oh hey look Squirrel Hunt like, Yeah i blow something off the table.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Like>. <laughs> No I yeah. did not knock any, anything down And Casey's like You enjoyed that didn't you Yes I did yeah. <laughs> Of
2: course uh, <laughs> Why Why suck when you can blow <laughs>
1: yeah, that's, uh, that's right
2: <laughs> <laughs> No one answered that It was rhetorical Yes <laughs> So So Phil how about uh, Your turn now Introduce yourself And why you live in Canada Tell us Okay
0: Um my name is Phil Pinsky. I live in Montreal, Canada. I, I live here because, I don't know, my, my parents, <laughs> I guess. I don't know if there's a real reason for that. Um, let's see here. Uh, I was I started the podcast with Tim and Bill because I was inspired by other podcasts, such as like Wood Talk and Making It and, you know, all the other sort of giants um, that we listened to, and I figured, you know what, maybe we have a distinct miss- message, you know, and I think it was a little bit different. And, uh, and I think, you know, the sort of the Church of Tim sort of inspired me to get onto a megaphone and really talk about this stuff. And I think we're doing a relatively adequate job doing that. And we can always do more and better and so faster and stronger. It's fairly mediocre. Yeah. I mean, reasonably okay job. So
1: Fantastically middle.
0: <laughs> right. Right there in the, you know. So, um, you know, so that's what I did there. And, uh, and I started my YouTube channel because of my Etsy store. So I started Etsy because, you know, whatever, I have an origin story we all all do. You can go back and listen to that, but Etsy's kind of my thing, and I started doing um, videos to help sell the Etsy stuff when, as it turns out, anybody who's buying from Etsy isn't really looking at your videos. It's other people like us uh, that are, and it got kind of addictive, and it's fun, and it's amazing to be part of the community, so, uh, I just keep making them, not as often as I'd like, but I did just uh, release
2: one uh, this weekend. So which was, was great, by the way. Well done. Thank you. Definitely yeah. well done. Yeah, I, I, the cinematography of it alone, I thought was fantastic. Like compared to some of your earlier videos, I feel like you really upped your game. Much like Bill, like you, you upped your game. Even though the volume's not there, like the quality was. Well, I, I just... keep trying to think of it as like, you
0: know what? I, I'll tell you what sort of inspired me in that regard is a little bit more of the. Paul Jackman style. I know we, damn it. Oh, God! <laughs> <on>. You know, <laughs> it's five minutes in. We said it's I know. <laughs> and it I'd was you that did that. it. I love you know, it. It was Phil that did it. Anyways.
1: Who's so, the other one we're not supposed to mention? Well, oh, don't say, say like it. I don't know. <laughs> okay. It's really
0: just Paul, I think. So, uh, so I, I actually sort of, people sometimes say to him, you know, your videos, there's a lot of music and there's a this and, but I don't really know how you did that. And he writes back. It's like it's like for entertainment. Like if you really want a how-to, you can go read a how-to. But this is his style, and that's what he does. And I thought, you know, this is really cool. I'm borrowing some elements of that, and uh, and it felt like a really cool one. And I honestly like if you need to uh, how-to on how to stick four wheels onto a block of wood, which is what my video essentially was. Then (laughs) then maybe you're not in the right game. But uh, you know, it really meant to be something like. I haven't seen anyone else really do it, although a lot of people, I'm sure, have. I just haven't seen any videos about it, and it was inspired by Jimmy Duress's one of his vlogs where he moved a very heavy item using metal skates, mm-hmm. and, uh, and, I, and I really am moving some heavy stuff around the shop, and I didn't want to have to call my brother because maybe I'll move it back. I don't want to be a pain in the butt, so um, so I figured I, this is how I could do it myself, so uh, I thought it was cool. You
1: know, I tell people because I, I, I cannot do um, how-to videos. I just, I can't but I always let people know and I've had people ask, you know, if there's something in my video you see that I do like eight times the speed and you wonder what the hell it was, reach out. I'll be happy to answer any questions I can, but you're not going to see me do a how-to because there are, if you want to know how to make um, a box that is a guitar amp out of a nine-volt battery wiring thing, that's where I found it, it was on YouTube. It was, there's 100,000 yeah. of them, so. Yeah. I,
0: Look, I've done how-tos and yeah. I've done the more stylized videos and um, and I think I haven't really a hundred percent like some people have nailed their you know their look, you know, and their style. And I'm sort of swinging back and forth. I'm a little bit more malleable that way I, I, until something like really clicks for me and like this is my identity. I feel like um, somebody who's just recently very much found their their sort of their stride is uh, is Bill Levulsi.
1: Your His, your makerness is fluid, Phil. Your right. makerness is fluid.
0: Right. Right. That's. That's where we're going with that. But like I said, I think Bill has really found his uh, his style, and it, and it really lets him tell a story and a narrative that's that's very compelling. So uh, so, so that's sort of what I'm looking for. Not specifically that style, but certainly more to just to, to find mm-hmm. my, my groove the way he has and the way Tim has and the way Bill has. Like, Bill, yeah. you're... Yours is sort of like, oh, hey, how are you? Like you're surprised when you hit record and somebody's what are you watching. Guys, doing here? You, oh, you know hey! What,
1: you know what the thing is? Is I am surprised that anybody would watch my videos. No,
0: but that's your natural reaction, I'm, right? So yeah, that, it's just like, oh, hey, let's do right. this thing. This is
1: so yeah. fun.
0: So it's like some. It's like everyone's in the shop with you. Like that's sort of the, the vibe of your video, and, you're, and then you walk us through it as though we're sitting there physically with you. So that's like your, I think your staple thing, right? And then Tim's doing his Tim thing, which is harder well, to describe.
2: I have well, I have three distinct styles. <laughs> I think <laughs> because well, I don't want to. Uh, pigeonhole you there, but no, well, I because I, I, I do have I have three dis- three styles. They're not like one is like the the sort of artsy you know narrative thing where it's like just showing a story in a creation, and and those are my probably my favorite ones to to watch and to make where there's no talking and, and a yeah. lot of times even though I, I, I'm a musician and I could just like write music or use my own music a lot of times I don't even put music to them because I just like the peacefulness is like kind of what I'm trying to go for the peacefulness is just making of reclaim to being connected to your work and you yeah. know it, and then, um, and then I have like the the I do do some tutorial how to you know information type stuff like tips and tricks type stuff. Very few of those. And then there's the other one where I'm just like ex- my exploration ones. And those are the ones where I'm talking through them and I'm like, hey, I'm gonna try this. I have no freaking idea what's gonna happen. Let's find out together, you know. Right. And those are a lot of fun too because they, they tend to be my least liked videos because they're usually the projects usually suck and nobody, everyone's <laughs> like, what? I just watched that, you know. But but it's fun for they me. They probably tend to be the ones
0: to- that are. They're probably the ones that are the most inspirational, though, because I like, think so. Because you never know me... what someone's going to get out of it,
2: right? Like I'm trying new things, and I'm like, I don't know. Think I can make this a guitar out of this? Let's see what happens. And like, holy oh, right. crap, it worked! You know, or like, yeah. oh, guess what? It sucks. You know, it's like, well, now we know. And, but that's and not worked.
0: what it was necessarily about. It was. It's more like a thought exercise or like a performance yeah. art kind of thing where it just makes you think. Right. I don't think exactly. you ever expected us a. a Hollow body guitar made out of folded CDs that are riveted together to sound amazing, but I think it was really more about getting people to think in that direction.
2: It's about like the name of my business is uh, Tinsley Perspectives. Actually, it's officially Tinsley Perspectives LLC now. That's a whole. Hey, other story. congrats! Nice. Uh, um, hey, look at your limited liability. I know. Luluk Cut that propane torch open, says Tinsley Perspectives LLC. Exactly. I'm covered up to two million dollars worth of your stupidity. <laughs> Do it on the backyard; we'll be fine. <laughs> but but um, uh, yeah, that's uh, you know that's the idea, is like the business of perspective, just changing perspectives about materials and about making, which is kind of leading into our topic here today. Uh, if someone wants yeah. to bring us into it, you know. By the way, my new company is called Phil Pinsky Paradigms. So. Oh.
1: What's yeah. a paradigm?
2: It's two dimes, twenty cents. That's right. Oh. That's how that goes. <laughs>
1: It's like a it's pair a, of pants, but you only get one.
2: Yeah, what's that all about? I know. I, that's Bill Lutz's business. <laughs> Bill Lutz one pair of pants, question mark. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> but it's oh, well, also see.
2: got the upside down one at the beginning
0: because maybe he's <laughs> Spanish. <laughs> Who <Dick>? knows? No <laughs> say. No say. I, I have
1: it. to say that um, I'm not sure I get the gist of that poke at me, but I'm going to laugh <laughs> with you.
0: Well, why don't you ask Katerina why that's funny? And
1: then, <laughs> and then you'll know. <laughs> Ooh, um,
0: woo! Okay, oh, last thing I want to say, because you talked about your music briefly, um, I wanted to say thank you very much for the, uh, for the music that, uh, that you gave me for my video and that I think will be my signature music. I'm not sure that I'll use it exclusively, but it, probably 90% of the time because it's awesome and easy and fantastic.
2: Oh, you're welcome. That w- that was a gift from me, but the LLC is going to be sending you some papers. So that's cool. <laughs> just, just that's let cool, me know. <laughs> man. That's cool, man. <laughs> yeah, that, I forgot that, that, is, you that would on... be money
0: very well spent.
2: I forgot that I had given you that, and um, and I was like, I was kind of, I was watching it on my phone in the car, so I didn't really hear it, you know. Yeah. And every a while, I heard this little bit of guitar. I was like, what? The? I was like, oh, that sounded cool. And I was like, oh, f- it's me. Oh, I just swore. <laughs> you know, I got to tell you,
1: I got to rewatch that video because I always turn the volume all the way down when I watch your videos, so. Kind of a like total I to your sense. <laughs> 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 all right. oh,
2: okay. You good night. We'll be here all week. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
0: Everyone's a comedian, but I did give you the credit at the beginning, so it you says did. courtesy of of Tim. Right. So, yeah. No, I, I saw that. I
2: went back and I want
0: to make sure everybody knows to send you an email to get free music. So
2: <laughs> well, uh, since we're plugging, um, I, I have made music for other people's videos. I, I do that for a very Nominable, nom- nominable, b- 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 for a very small fee. Cheaply. <laughs> I do it cheaply, yeah. Um, yeah. You know, depending upon affordably. how much music you want. Affordably. You know, uh, how much music. So you you could totally feel free to, to email me or contact me about that. I'd I'd love to because it gets me recording music because since I kind of retired from playing music, I don't really, like, I don't even do it for myself. I'm like, eh, nah, I just roll with this without sound, you know. But then if someone's like, hey, you know, do you, can you make me a song? I'm like, yeah, and I get excited. I fire up the gear. I pull the guitar out. So it's fun for Good. me, too, you know. Well, then I'm glad I threw you under the bus here. So, and the, that was—I don't know if you remember this or not—but that video the, when I recorded that music, that was done on all the door instruments. Um, uh, yes, Phil's so funk was, on the doors. Yeah, Phil's funk on the doors. It was the—I used the, just a drum machine for the beat, but then the uh, the guitar and the bass were my, my instruments made out of hollow chord doors.
1: I bet you Phil could have done the beat part.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, don't we get um, the the Pinsky impressions? Can you impersonate uh, a percussion?
2: No, that's not a thing. That's wait. What? I bet you. I bet you can do a trumpet. You ready? Try a trumpet.
1: <laughs> wow!
2: <laughs> wow! So uncanny, right? One. We have to <laughs> right? keep this
1: segment going because right? Phil, that blew me away. That pretty was good, right? Amazing. That might have been the best "wah wah" that I've ever heard. Yeah, it's better than the ones to I do with trumpet. <laughs> yeah.
0: I love to give. Okay, let's get into our thing. Um, so this week's topic is uh, horribly named, but pretty accurate. Is basically reclaimed ideas that are not furniture, and stuff, and, and and stuff for things.
1: LLC to make
0: L- exactly.
1: <laughs> LLC copyright
0: twenty seventeen. Yeah, um, so but, you know, I mean, this was uh, this was Bill's topic. It's in a terrific one. I love these like meat and potatoes, and I mean tofu and potatoes episodes. We're <laughs> really getting into. Pardon the pun. The nuts and bolts of like making stuff and like what oh, we mean, would it, do things.
2: So I was gonna uh, the cashews and broccoli. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> just do random vegetarian
2: vegan you things to you eat. You don't mix those
1: together, do you?
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, broccoli cashew. It's a, a Asian recipe. The chicken. Oh, yeah. Broccoli cashew, but you, I would use tofu, of course.
0: And you'd oh. also put in the beef. beef. I was just thinking broccoli in a cashew.
1: blender, and that just. Oh, whoa, no. Right. oh
2: no 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 no.
0: No, it's not a. It's not a. Uh, I know. I know you're old, but you don't have to make everything into baby food.
1: I'm getting there. I'm getting yeah. there. I'm, you know. so first thing Can we going to talk about it?
2: is making replacement teeth. Yeah, well, you, you <laughs> take your teeth out of the glass next to the bed, you put them in your mouth,
0: and then you chew on your broccoli and cashews. Um, okay, so, uh, we I think we each came up with a few ideas, so why don't we just sort of go around the digital table and uh, and talk about the material and the item that it is that we would make from this, and it can't be furniture for your house. Or someone yeah.
1: else's house. no no coffee tables, no, All right, no so then chairs, no then, beds. Then,
0: sir, I give you the honor, this was your topic, uh, please go with first.
1: Well, the first thing I came up with, and this would be kind of easy, uh, is um, like notebooks or binders. And um, at work, I found somebody who dumped a whole bunch of single-sided, they pr- you know, a whole bunch of these forms that were printed on one side only. So I grabbed a bunch of those. I have them underneath my desk, and I use those. I haven't bought a notebook in a while. And I'll cut them in half and staple them together, and they're just a quick and easy notebook. I do have some other notebooks, too, but that's just one idea. You know, it's a good upcycle. Tim, you taught me that, actually, because I think you've never bought a piece of paper for the last 23 years, if I'm not mistaken. (laughs) I think you might be right. Yeah. But that Me yeah either just, but I just steal them from work so <laughs> so yeah using and you can get fancy and use a uh, cardboard uh, for like a make an actual notebook out of it I mean really Jimmy's done some videos where he shows you how to actually make little bindings of notebook but just so yeah that Tim yeah, is showing am, us a stack of at? a, a this is reams worth pounds of
2: pounds of paper that has, is just free this just ended up in my life because other people have thrown it away and that's not yeah. counting the three other boxes of this <laughs> and, of course, I won't actually use this because I have all the paper that has writing on one side that I'm still using. This is all the clean new paper. Wow. So that'll
1: be left to Vance in exactly. his inheritance. I
0: can it's you just imagine, like... will be writing on that paper. I know. Like, older Vance is sitting there in the chair. Tim is passed on, and in the will is just like, and to Vance I leave a bunch of paper that has one side of it written on. <laughs>
2: And he's like, yes. And and he gets it. He's like, it's all my work. It's all those drawings I made, Dad. (laughs) Suck it, Maddie. I get the paper.
0: (laughs) 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 And she's pissed, you know.
1: (laughs) Well, Maddie. These are the name of
0: Tim's children, by the way, for those who are new.
1: Maddie has a uh, the heirloom fire pit that she made herself. That was amazing. So yeah, yeah, she yeah. don't need no stew. And Vance can use the paper to light like the logs in the fire pit. See, it's br- actually Tim. You brought by your death, your family is now closer together. Thank you for that. Oh, absolutely,
0: Glad what a giver. That. Yeah. So I want to go back to your binder talk. Are you talking about actual binders that you then sort of skin with like wood veneers or something? How are you upcycling binders?
1: Well, um, I'm not, I wasn't talking about... I was talking about binding. There's oh, a binding.
0: Sorry, I heard binder. Yeah. I thought that was a really cool one. That one just sort of grabbed at me.
1: Uh, that's a great idea, too, though, because I think um, a lot of businesses throw away binders on a regular yeah. basis. Mm-hmm. They just do. You know, They get a little bit ratty-looking, they throw them away, and they still work fine. I'd be fun to actually pull apart the, the binder, the actual mechanism part, and make... In there. Ooh! Right? I'm writing that down.
0: That's mm-hmm. a good one. And, make you know, people it. don't even throw them away because they're ratty. People like companies throw them away because they changed their logo and yeah. they can't use old logo stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
1: But can you mm. imagine taking some nice uh I, I've got some of that walnut, that real thin walnut. I bet I can make a nice little Ooh, I'm I'm writing this down. Do you,
0: you have a pop rivet gun?
1: I do. Mini. So then mm-hmm.
0: that's how you'd attach the mechanism rather than screws and bolts or whatever. Right? That's how mm. they do it, I think.
1: Three ring binder upcycle. Cool yeah. Huh, See that was right. on the fly, folks. This is what we do. Phil, Tim, and I we we are so not that good apart, but together we're like a whole brain.
0: Yeah, it's like yeah, just we make up one decent dude.
1: Yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> three of us we're worth something. Yeah, <laughs>
0: worthless day-to-day but Um, for this one hour a week yeah
2: (laughs) magic (laughs) magic happens baby what what bill was just saying actually is reminds me of what i had written down which was cereal box cardboard one of my favorite things to use and upcycle um because it comes in handy for shop templates i make my business cards out of it and other things but so the business cards in general is what i was saying about Phil just said about companies throwing away binders, you know, because they changed their logos and whatnot. Well, if you're, you know, listening to this, you're probably a maker of some sort, and you're probably, you know, making with reclaimed and eco-consciously. So think about maybe making your business materials and how you approach that, how it's going to represent your business. Obviously, a business card made out of a cereal box isn't going to be good if you're a doctor. But if you're a guy that makes the coffee table that we're trying to not make this week out of reclaimed wood, that's the perfect business card for you.
0: Oh, that's cool, Tim. Yeah, no, I, I've, I actually got your one of your business cards when when I got one of your T-shirts off Etsy, actually, and uh, and I thought, oh, that was that's pretty consistent with his message. Um, very, I don't know, very felt very authentic, you know, to sort of your entire, uh, you know, to your message basically. And uh, and you're right, it is something that everybody has that people yeah. just recycle. Yeah. And-
2: yeah. So if it's gonna get thrown away like that binder, why not start with something that was gonna get thrown away?
0: Yeah. But that's like win, win, win.
2: Yeah, so that's, I mean, it's Uh, funny. I never would have thought the conversation would go this way about making these sort of disposable things out of disposable things. But that's an interesting approach. Yeah.
1: Well, that was kind of the idea. It's just what else do you do? You know, take something that you would normally throw away or, you know, and not make a coffee table, but mm -hmm. definitely. I was thinking, too, I have not only one of, well, I actually have about half a dozen of Tim's business cards, but I also have the little wooden one that you did. Uh, oh, from the door skin, yeah. Yeah, 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 that was fun too. Well,
2: that was kind of what I was saying about too, about like promotional materials, like maybe not just the cereal boxes, but what other promotional materials can you make? Those are the couple that I've come up with. I have my stickerless stickers, which are the hollow core door skins because they're like public enemy number one at the landfill. When you're doing a demo on a house, you know, everybody yeah. throws away the hollow core doors and gets a new modern hollow core door, and um, so well, that's they're way like, better. yeah, the, yeah, they are in a lot of ways, sure, <laughs> but but it's still there's a product going to the landfill. So what can we do with it? Make guitars. <laughs> I was being well, sarcastic, but yeah, yeah, you're right. Know. Well, no, they, but they are, because they look better, you know. Right. But, um... Okay, we're skipping Tim,
0: because uh, we're running short on time, and wait. you basically <laughs> said your cardboard thing. Okay, what's mine? Um, what do you got, Phil? What do I got? What do I got? Okay, so... Well, that's a cop-out answer. Okay, motors. Okay, so motors for things like stationary tools. Um,
1: Harleys, <laughs> Chevy, Ford. More like Tesla. Oh, yeah, I was thinking more Tesla. like electric
0: motors. So I was, um, I've been super into like these dust collector videos, like building your own dust collector, because I don't, I don't have room for one that's like that tall and can sit in the dedicated corner of the shop. So I was thinking one that's sort of custom purpose built that would sort of sit under my bench or like behind the table saw right before the outfeed table. So I've been watching all of uh, Matthias's videos and Marius Hornberger and... A couple other guys who, ironically, all Germans who built their own dust collectors. And uh, and so I'm, I'm pretty excited about that. I have a one-third horse. I don't think that's enough. So I'm going to keep my eyes peeled for a bigger motor.
1: That's what it would take is a bigger motor. And you can yeah. find those on a lot of things that get thrown out.
0: Well, that's it. See, But you want the decent amount of RPMs also. And so I'm thinking three-quarter horse should do it.
1: Now, tell, uh, d- depending upon how nimble and quick you are, yeah. Um, and, and I'm being serious, but if you know of any uh, abandoned um, shops of any kind where, I mean, literally you're not going to offend anybody, if you look for an outside air compressor, and those have a big motor on it, usually a two- or three-phase motor. And then within our group, there's enough people to help you figure out how to get it wired to a single phase if you have to. Um, But those things are monster motors, like three-horsepower motors.
0: Yeah, I mean, that would be insane. I'm not getting 220 into my house into my garage though I need a 110 you got a dryer
1: don't you
2: yeah he's in a a, basically a one car garage workshop I don't think he needs I mean you're talking about dust collection not air filtration right right right
1: yeah Yeah, yeah. 3 horsepower dust if you're going to do it go big might okay. well, we might as well get
2: sucked in with the dust. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but,
0: I mean, that's so motors are true for any stationary tool that you want to build. If you want to build, like, disc sanders, if you, you know, all these things, even, you know, you could build one of those reciprocating uh, power hacksaws if you want to be cutting metal. There's, you know, if you gear it down, there's all kinds of really cool tools. You can just come from motors. I mean, everything is just comes from a spinning motor and you can or, just build or hamsters. Or or hamsters, yeah. Hamster. I didn't realize we were, I mean, I know you look like Richard Gear, but I didn't think we were talking oh, to Richard Gear. Oh I was
1: thinking more because <laughs> no. you know hamsters, Kia, the Kia Soul, the hamsters. Come on now. Uh, keep, it, no. keep it on the keep it on the G rated. Well,
0: it is G rated. Gear <laughs> well, rated.
1: reduced gear. Reduced
0: reduced gerbil. That's right.
1: Oh no, we didn't oh. do that.
0: Okay, you're going to hate this, uh, Bill, but it's your turn again. You have to talk now.
1: Oh, no. What a shame. What a shame. Oh, nards. Here's something um, um, I have not done, and I want to try. And I know I could do this in a reclaimed way, partially or mostly, and that is something that my friend Christy, who is in the group, and I believe she listens to our podcast. she's, She's my best friend from Utah. Her and I have known each other for 20 years. Um, but she does stained glass, wow, and mm. I, I'm i gonna do that one day. And I'm and not instead of buying going and buy. I mean, you'll, obviously, there's a solder or special solder that you have to buy in the little framework, but the glass itself, um, finding in, you know, maybe even sea glass, I don't know because I, I know where I can find plenty of that, but looking for recycle glass or at a company that does something to where you can actually recycle, reclaim, upcycle whatever it is, and make stained glass pictures from that material. I like think that was mosaics,
0: would
1: be fun. you mean? Yeah. Wow. Well well, mosaics and, and actual pictures. I mean she Christy makes things that are like, you know, she makes a like a palm tree in, in the Hawaiian Islands and and a, you know her dog. I mean she's she's could actually make things out of it. Like you can tell wow. what they are.
0: Raising, mosaic awesome.
1: you can just not do anything and just connect it together and say it's a pablo picasso
0: yeah no for sure but i just meant like that was the sort of the construction methodology of the picture
1: right mm. yeah cool it's just something i've never done i've done it i've done it with tile on uh, uh tables and stuff before but actual stained glass where you use the solder and the lead and or however it works and yeah you make them together and i just thought that'd be fun
2: that that would be cool and it sounds particularly interesting because of just like versus like a. I actually had written down just really quick when we were setting up. I'd written down crushed stone, rock, and glass because I was thinking about that too. But what as I like about material. glass is the as the um, you know the light, the play with light, and,
1: the refactoration. Yes, the refractoration. the refraction
0: of light, the refraction. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. refractoration but so you, is something very different. I'll tell you about it in the
2: after show. Is that oh Richard Gear? Yeah, never mind. <laughs> Similar. <laughs> Similar. we get sued oh, for this episode. No. Uh, I don't the, think so. <laughs> no, we're okay. Um, I think Richard Gere's a big listener to the show. You're right. Yeah. No, I'm an LLC. You guys are on your own. <laughs> right,
1: to, to, to bring this back in, that is something. And what I had that uh, in, is a little note on my my because I'm prepared for every podcast is in the art <laughs> section. <laughs> that would be what kind of artwork can you do as opposed to, you know, something for fun, so, uh, wall hangings and sculptures and go?
2: I got a good one. I, you know, when you're when you, especially with reclaimed wood, like you have, say, like a bunch of tongue and groove stuff from some wall panel, whatever you have, there's a lot of truing it up on your table saw, right? So you have those little thin quarter inch thick pieces, half Correct. inch thick pieces from just getting straight edges out of this board to make it S4S, you know. And I have made, uh, if you look back at my Etsy history, I haven't done it in a while nowadays i use that for kindling but if you don't heat your shop on you know wood and you live somewhere that's not freaking cold six months of the year and you have these pieces laying around i've made just a simple frame and i and i glue them on the outside on top of the frame um and just various patterns i just take different colors and textures and thicknesses and lengths of these little cutoffs and i make like almost like um if you've ever done sound editing and you see the waveform yeah. Almost like that, of just, you know... And, you know, so it's something that takes, like, an hour to make. You can sell for 75 to 100 bucks on Etsy.
1: Hey! That's
2: that's genius.
1: That is genius. Yeah. I like, and I've actually um, had
2: custom orders where I've had to take pictures of them lined up, and I've had the people be like, oh, can you put more blue on this side and less red on the... You know, And which I don't recommend. Just make them and sell them.
0: Yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> uh, I like um, Tim's concept, which... I know you didn't invent, but you certainly talk about, uh, which is called chauffeur, which is uh, French for hot, cold. And it's basically Mm. the mixing of new and old, or, you know, different styles. And for me, what I take that to mean is sort of like the everyman's approach to reclaim, is that you can mix new material with reclaim material. And then, you know, you're doing, you're doing your part, right? You're doing some of it, you're, you're keeping something out of the landfill. Like, you know, we talked about this when we were in Boston is the evolutionary versus revolutionary approach to reclaim, which is assuming that, mm. you know, the revolutionary be that everyone or that a few of us do nothing but reclaimed, right? Thinking that that's going to be the biggest impact versus everybody doing a little bit, which is the evolutionary, which has a much, much larger effect. So what I was, uh, where I'm going with that is that this weekend was my father-in-law's birthday and, and I made him a picture frame but it was floating. So picture, let's say I a saw three that by picture. five. Yeah, it was. It came Beautiful. out really cool. Thank yeah. you. Nice.
1: It was really nice. So it was a
0: picture of my father-in-law and my son uh, holding hands, walking away from me as I took the picture. So I'm taking the picture of their backs, and and it was, it was a very meaningful picture for my uh, for my father-in-law because uh, whatever it's personal to him. But in Photoshop, I cut them both out so there's no background, and then I did a toner transfer onto a piece of uh, reclaimed plywood. And then I edge banded it with um, with very thin mahogany, and then that gets floated inside a larger frame made out of I think something called canary wood. And I got one of those like uh, value packs or whatever, where you buy four boards for twenty bucks at mm-hmm. uh, at like the Rockler kind of store that we have here. So. It took like Sean Rubino had to tell me what it was. I had no idea. Like everybody was like, is it teak? Is it mahogany? And then I think he nailed it because then I Googled it. But all to say, so it was like this, it was this really cool project and check it out on Instagram um, to see the picture of it. But it came out really well as far as, you know, everyone was really happy with it. It It's the first time that I got this reaction from my family where like, wow, this is really cool, Phil. This is amazing. Thank you. And I was like, "Oh, that's fun. Good well, for I've
1: been, you, a, man." Yeah, I've been you know doing this why, for Three years. Nice you guys. Know,
2: but you know, you know why that was particularly <laughs> amazing is the the. I mean, there's the emotional connection they have from right. the photograph, which is beautiful. Um, but it's it's the design of that piece is th- that's is, art. That is it, absolute art. It is so perfectly is cool. designed. So go check out Phil Pence's Instagram because that's where I saw the picture. Correct on Instagram. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's it's just the design of that piece is is. is perfect thank and uh and yeah, and then the way you put it together the picture and the other thing that's great about it is the chauffeur like you said the mix of new and old and also the mix of the technology of of using that you know computer generated image printed onto the the really warm tactile wood everything about that is just a home run and, and uh yeah. and i was i was like i was loved it when i saw it i was floored by it so. thank you tim will you
1: join me <laughs>
2: okay
0: Thank you for the golf clap. Uh, <laughs> okay, who's next? Tim, did you do yours? Yeah. And then you oh, wait, okay, so yours. it's me. So, yeah, we're okay, back to Bill. so now back to Bill. Oh, you um, got to talk again. You're probably oh, super God. pissed.
1: No, not at all. See, you I know what? Move,
2: well, well, too fast this time. <laughs> this,
1: this is one that I'm doing now and everybody knows about, and that's making these cigar box guitars. And um, for example, the first one I made that was successful, this is a cigar box, It's a piece of red oak from a, um, you know, when uh, pickup trucks have the gates on them, like landscapers usually have the the slatted gates that go all the way around to make the bed of the truck. That's red oak from that. The white oak on top is from a 1970s waterbed that I had some left over. I I built something for the salon with it. I had some of that left over. So here's, uh, other than the strings and the pickup, this thing is, and the tuning pegs, this thing's all recycled, all upcycled from old, old wood to fairly new wood to a cigar box that I went and got from the cigarette store or a vape shop. Huh? Huh? Mm. Cigar box guitars, folks. That's golf clap. That's golf. That is oh. an absolute upcycle project. If you ask me, Yeah, no, and it, it, yeah, it makes me envy you Tim, because I know you've got probably 10,000 tuning pegs, uh, pickups, all of these parts over the years that you've got gathered together and, and, uh, Uh, I've used
2: I've used most of them, you know, and I've actually I've made instruments out of reclaimed materials that I've reclaimed and made new instruments out of (laughs) new reclaimed materials. (laughs) I've reclaimed myself so many times because I'm like you, learning, you know, how to make instruments and and uh, and developing and experimenting. So yeah, you know, I there's a a listener I'm supposed to meet with a listener this coming weekend um, who grew up in Connecticut. I guess his parents' house here, and his uh, his father's basement is full of uh, some. Guitar parts and stuff from because he used to make it when his father was around. And, oh uh, wow! Uh, so he was like, "Hey, I, you know, there might be some stuff in here for you." So we're, uh, I'm, uh, his name is Dylan, so I'm excited about that, which would uh, would help me as I'm, you know, continuing to pursue that more. Uh, but yeah, instruments is a, is definitely obviously high on my list for things to make other than uh, furniture because there's something really beautiful about them physically as well as like the the almost like like your photo, Bill. Uh, I mean, Phil. I'm sorry. Of uh, you know the the connectivity like. Music really touches people in ways you know that Richard Gerson- <laughs> I could not resist. <laughs> um, but music really does touch people in in certain ways that so you know can't. Another one of those moments a where a Tim said something that Tim. he
1: thought was really funny. Yeah,
2: I call well, it, it is really
0: funny, but yeah, you weren't it expecting it at that moment. That's
2: um, yeah, uh, you know, like like photographs, you know, and, and that that type of artistry. Um, <laughs>
1: just next I couldn't even it was like the beauty of the moment and it touches you just like Richard gear
2: <laughs> oh, it's horrible I'm sorry I'm sorry Mr. <laughs> I'm sure you're a wonderful man
1: you know here's here's something there's a lot and I've done a few of them um throw it out there and I want to do actually... Uh, I want to get into a little bit more blacksmithing, but making a knife—you know—and do it out of a file or yeah. a wrench or a old saw blade or something. Everybody's done it, I know, but it, I would like to do one one of these days. I'm going to do it. I've done a couple, and I'd like to do one and actually heat treat it and do it right so yeah. I can put a good edge on it.
0: Yeah, I definitely want to hear more about this after my turn. But so.
1: Uh, oh, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, so, nice I guy. I you want to go? Go ahead. I, well, I, I definitely got will go ahead.
0: Jeez, I mean... Uh,
1: I mean, hold up all the ideas you can read. What you, take, take whatever no, I, you want. No,
0: I've, I've got my cop-out answer. It's right here.
1: Okay.
0: So uh, I've mentioned this before because people are like, well, what should I do with this material? And and um, I always say just for stock. Like, I mean, you can you can grab a coffee table and then cut it up into inventory for making things later. You don't have to have the end product in mind as soon as you find something that can be upcycled or reclaimed. So I do this all the time. Anything I see, like there was a whole bunch of quarter-inch plywood, like literally sitting on one of my neighbor's lawns, I went up and I took it and I brought it home. Like maybe it'll be box lids, but who knows what it'll be. I didn't have to have the idea for what it was going to be right away.
1: I Actually, I love that a lot. Instead of upcycling materials to make furniture, you're upcycling furniture to get your materials. Yeah, for whatever it is that I'm going to make.
0: And like all kinds of little things, like there was this um, coffee table that, uh, this was before the winter, and it had, like, those big, thick, chunky, like, maple legs. But mm-hmm. it also had all the hardware. So I would remove all, you know, those uh, threaded insert r- that you can put
1: into stuff? Yes.
0: I took them all out and I harvested them all. And they're, like, in a little bin in one of my, you know, tiny little drawer thingies that I use for organizing screws. So in I kept tiny that. In little shop? With in my teeny tiny little, little shop. In my teeny tiny little house, you know. Uh, Six <laughs> <like> pound <panel> four
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. A little, <laughs> we're a little
0: tuxedo onesieism. <laughs>
1: it's the North Pole now, we know,
0: yeah. Well, that and it's uh, and yeah, we, you know, in case know. <laughs> one of the other, one. and uh, so yeah, and there's like these metal brackets that you would use for legs if you're going to build a table. So I just kept all of that because you never know. And I know that sounds like hoarder mentality, but I do use this stuff. So, you know, it yeah, makes no, sense. that's
2: absolutely. That's, I, I would just tore apart. I had these, these doors I'd picked up, um, just the other day. I was turning them apart. I got them from a junk shop for a couple bucks. Cause I knew that there was, they had uh, piano hinges on them. They're like 36 inches or no, 48 inches long. Huge. Four, 48 inch long piano hinges. Three of them on these three doors, the doors that had a price sticker on them of $10 each. Yeah. Which is that's 15 bucks for one of those hinges. You know what I mean? Right. And, um, and uh, so I, I got them for like five bucks each or probably less than that I don't know and you know I I buy in bulk at these types of places so but um you know I just, just took the hinges off and then there's all the there was a uh, you know 20 screws in each one of them the little half inch um, bronze you know Phillips head screws so there's a you know there's a the package of those ones. yeah yeah there's a package of those for uh, well they're like a kind of bronze look thing but the package of those for that would be two dollars at the hardware store you know. And uh, and then there's the wood was cherry, and then there's the half inch plywood in the middle, cherry plywood in the middle. It's wow. like uh, you know, it's like fifty bucks worth of stuff for for ten and an hour's worth of work. You know. Wow, that's interesting. You know,
0: uh, and that's that is clearly a find. But I had a neighbor of mine who was uh, renovating. I think he's upstairs, and he had all of these doors that were sitting across the street, and he was keeping them. He was going to use them for so- or he. I remember what he's. oh yeah he offered to give me the doors and i could use them and then they were hollow core so i really couldn't do anything with them like i don't have Make room to store this yeah that's not my thing but i did say you know what i will take all of those hinges and then he said just kidding i'm going to keep the hinges he didn't realize that he <laughs> he didn't realize that he could hang on to the hinges but these things are like heavy duty you know oh, yeah. fairly yeah. thick steel hinges there's no there's nothing wrong with them Yep. You know, mm. so like why would you, why, why would you throw those out, even if you're not a reclaimer, it's just like silly to throw them out to buy new ones when they're the same thing. Yeah. There,
1: there's, uh, as reclaimers, keeping an eye out for just about everything and opening up your mind a little bit, and that's kind of what I was hoping this topic would do, uh, I'm holding in my hand here a little bundle of thermostat wire. And I got this out of a small garbage can from somebody who was remodeling their house. And it was just, there's probably about 20 feet of it. And thermostat wire usually has a very small gauge, two wires. Uh, this one is red and white inside. And I got this probably a couple years ago. I've just had it, and now that I'm starting to do the whole cigar box mm-hmm. guitar thing, I can be using this to be wiring that because it's it's kind of it's solid copper, so it'll bend and stay inside the cigar box lid mm. easily. You know i mean but just keep an eye out for anything anytime you go somebody's remodeling the house you know go look or if there's a housing tract especially because my brother uh he's a like the uh, the foreman of when they build housing tracks and stuff and he's like the final guy that goes through and make sure everything's done right and he's telling me the, the waste that some of these big uh construction companies you know they have extra fence boards so there's like you know, enough for you to do your backyard, put up a new fence, but they don't need it. So in the pile, it goes. You know, yeah. So keep an eye. No, I, and I see follow that all the time this guy.
2: Yeah, I say that all the time too. And it's like, that's kind of, uh, to me, one of the reasons why we do this podcast is to, to raise a, the awareness, not just to, if you are in the business like we are of making stuff out of reclaimed of places to look to see where you can save stuff and make cool mm-hmm. things. But also if you're in the trades and you're like listening to this podcast, because like you... You work on one of these construction sites, and you see this kind of waste. How you know? How can you get it into the hands instead of the hand the landfill? Like, you know, this is it's that conversation and that dialogue that's hopefully going to bring this to a next level. The the contractor that doesn't want to throw that stuff out, he doesn't want to, but he can't deal with it. He needs yeah. the right. Setup. A lot
1: a lot of it is because it's it's yeah. so many subcontractors down the chain that. Uh, what my brother will do oftentimes is he will just set piles of stuff nicely. so it looks like next to a dumpster, it looks like it was meant for somebody to come and take. Hopefully somebody will. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, but there's a lot of times a lot of red tape. But anyway, what I was saying is just yeah. it's just this just so happens to be that I'm gonna start using this uh, 20 feet of <laughs> of thermostat wire that for things that I'm building now.
2: I have like hundreds of feet of wire I pulled out of those pinball machines. Oh, that I bet. I've been using, I've, you know, I've been making because uh, those are just crazy wiring, and I'm still am still on like my first wiring harness I yanked out for making. I made like a dozen guitars with it, you know. Right. I've got literally crates of this stuff. That, uh, wow. I I can't I can't throw it away, man. You know. That stuff
0: you might as well just sell for the for the copper. But no? it's not
2: copper. It's um, whatever the cheaper wire is made out of. Like aluminum, no.
1: We had this conversation conversation before.
2: It wasn't steel.
1: It's not steel. It's not copper. It might be
2: pot metal. I don't know what it is.
1: Stranded wire. I don't know.
2: It's freaking wire. wire. Okay,
1: since we're doing this again, I would like to call on anybody who's listening to tell us what kind of (laughs) stranded wire is inside most wire. It must be
0: steel then. It
2: must be steel. Like some kind of a plated steel. It didn't stick to a magnet. It didn't stick to a magnet.
1: So, copper.
2: So it's non-ferrous, but it's not mm-hmm. copper because it's not copper colored. I think it's I think it's zinc, right?
1: Tin. <laughs> I don't know. Is that I
2: think that's the same Is that the same? Someone tell us cuz we don't know what we're talking about.
1: <laughs> it's the same person who told us last year tell us again. <laughs> okay. okay, Google.
0: <laughs> what metal is stranded uh, lamp cord made from? Hmm. It's good audio. So remember, it's not, it's, uh, it says tinsel. Why? tinsel electrical? Yeah. Tinsel. That's no. Tin, right? tin. Could be ten. Everybody hang on while I read Google.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, while Phil's reading Google, why don't we uh, move into our, our closing segments here. I'll, I'll lead you in, uh, Mr. Lutz, if you want to tell us um, what you've been watching.
1: Uh, you know what I've been watching and I had the pleasure of meeting this young man and that's heath knuckles he has a youtube channel and he's an extraordinarily cool human being um uh i met him in in atlanta and seriously the guy is so super nice and so supportive i feel like how did i not know he existed before atlanta you know i remember him recently joining a couple of facebook groups and seeing that but it's like i got to meet him and he hugs so many hugs so many hugs to 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 Heath. Uh, but he does some really cool videos too. He's uh, he's a upcycler and he cares about the planet. And I just started one of his videos by accident on my phone. Oh, no, is that what that was? Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought the invasion had begun. Yeah, no, I thought that guy um, was back at your door. <laughs> but just scrolling through uh, Love Under the Lamppost, he makes this really cool looking thing. Probably, I'm guessing at Valentine's Day. He does um, really cool stuff with acrylic and wood. Um, upcycled ac- accent lamp bird's eye view I mean just really cool stuff but one one of the things that really impressed me and is really pretty is he was giving out everybody his, uh, his business card and also one of these little key with which is almost like a pen blank but it's flat mm-hmm. so do you see how it's got that beautiful acrylic and it yeah. looks like I'm, I'm thinking maybe walnut or it's probably pallet wood but it's it, this thing is just beautiful it is gorgeous yeah yeah Guys at home,
0: you see this? It's awesome.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Thanks
1: for listening. Anyway, check out Heath Knuckles. He's he's uh, an amazing support, and uh, I'm really proud to call him a friend. And he's part of our community. And let's uh, give him a a look. See, shall we? All right. Um, That sounded so sophisticated.
2: Yeah. Totally, Doctor Susian. Yep. Yes. Yep. (laughs) Don't Uh, do it, Tim. No, I just said you have an answer for us, fill on the wire. I'm I'm done with that. Oh yeah, copper. It just says copper. Stranded wire is always copper. It's not copper. Because it's 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 not. It's just I, not copper. Well,
1: you do know that a nickel, Tim, is mostly copper, right? Even though it's not copper colored.
2: Nickel is an, is an element. It's a it's it's a.
1: No no no. I'm talking about five cents.
2: Yeah, they don't use nickel, and well, they might they're maybe they're they're plating it. They don't anymore, but they used to. Yeah, but I don't know what the wire is made out of. I mean, if it's, uh, it's you know, big, if it's a nickel it's alloy, nickels. It's probably an alloy. It's, it's definitely that, an alloy. I got like a million dollars of the wire sitting in that crate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. No, I don't. Uh,
0: so,
1: what are you watching, take it, Tim?
2: Take it to a scrapper. He'll tell you what it is. Yeah, he's get out of here. I was gonna say which is why I still have it because I know I can use it and it's not worth any of the scrapyard uh, right. but maybe I will because I was gonna take some metal to the scrapyard actually take one strand of
1: it one little yeah. piece about an inch long yeah ask him to identify it, it.
2: it he'll say like half a cent you know but um, that's I, maybe I will because I do have some I have some cutoffs like because I, I don't even throw out my cutoffs and stuff you know and I, obviously I'm always trying to save everything but it, it gets to a point where I have to like get rid of some things so yeah makes go to the scrapyard. So I'm gonna take a I'm gonna take some of that wire and be like, can you tell me what this is? Yeah, and, I, and I'm gonna get an answer if I remember because I might or
1: know. or Doc Hildebrandt or Gib Clark or well, um, Jerry on. Blakesley. One of you geniuses oh, just send us a message. What the hell wires made out of? And
2: tell us to shut <laughs> up and never bring it up again. <laughs> Until next or it could week.
1: be our tradition. Like we could do it like every March every year, or April. Is this April? We're in April. Yeah, every yeah. April every year. Yeah. You can ask we, what wire's made from.
0: We get off the Mayflower, and we ask each other what wire's made out of <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. What a
2: tradition.
0: <sighs> ah, you're welcome. Tim, what are you watching? Oh, my
2: God. Uh, <laughs> I wanted to mention, uh, I said at the beginning, um, the channel is called Way Out West Blowing Blog is the full name. I think it just kind of goes by Way Out West. And uh, and he he's done some interesting things like he has like a I believe he was a guy that has like a light rail system on his property or something or like a uh, it's like a like a, a saw set up on a light rail uh, pretty interesting stuff cool. but what is he he had invented this thing called the Cordelia if I'm pronouncing it correctly and it's uh, he wants to play guitar but he can't is like the premise so he made this little wooden box and he sells them at Cordelia.com or whatever and it's a uh, this box that he. he and he makes it out of reclaimed wood, um, and he puts it on his guitar neck. And, it, and there's like it plays four or five chords. There's like popsicle stick sized levers that you push down with your like if you're playing guitar, normal right hand. It's like A minor, C, G, D. So you you use one finger to push down this button on the back of it, and you strum. You just strum the rhythm with the other hand, and you no just way. push one button to the next. So you can play like five chords or six chords with this thing. It's in you know you, the links in the in the description. I don't know how much it costs or how hard it is to build it. To me, I was like. Thinking about the the where you'd have to the mechanics of how you'd make that to get the pressure right, and i I'm impressed, like that the guy came up with it. Part of me as a musician is looking at it like, well, that's kind of dumb. But then part it's of me cheating, as
1: like a, but it's but, cool. Then part of me as a
2: maker was like, wow, the engineering that went into that is completely thinking outside
1: the box crazy, of a box that you made for right? the neck of a guitar.
2: Right. So then, it, yeah, I mean, just the idea of that, I thought was just <clears throat> was brilliant. Uh, you know, um, but what I then instantly thought about, and I'm sorry for bringing this up, much like I'm sorry for bringing up the wire, <laughs> but <laughs> I had this idea last year where I had made the country dice song. <laughs> dice, right? And so yeah. the idea is that there's a set of dice. That you, you, there's actually an app. <laughs> Thank you, Jason Payne. And um, when you, can, you roll these dice, and they have words on them, and you write the words, and you do it three times, you write three verses, however many you want, and one of the dice has chords on it. And so that's it, to, it predicts the chords that you then use to write your song. There's a video on my YouTube channel, you can find it. Just Google Country Dice Song. But I want, if anybody knows this guy, and I'm, I might reach out to him myself, I want him to use the country dice to write a song to play with the Cordelia, because it's like all the same chords I wrote on the dice. You know, and uh, and just to see like this, like complete non-musician to t- write a country song and not even know how to play the freaking guitar. I just think it'd be hilarious. Like, I think it would work. So that's that's like this little thing that just I discovered this weekend, and I'm excited about. As you can tell.
0: Yeah. Awesome.
1: <laughs> we are like all to. about um, innovation on this. Oh, podcast. the innovation! It's just amazing. Yeah.
0: Innovation. Yes. Um, okay. What am I watching? Here we go. Um, so, <laughs> I'm watching, and I hope I pronounce this right. Um, Let's see here. Parilla Works. P-A-R-I-L-L-A Works. And um, new guy. He's got a little over 1,000 subscribers. But uh, just really cool maker. He's not making, like, reclaimed or anything. But as far as I'm concerned, I don't care. Like, if I want to make it out of whatever he's making out of reclaimed, I certainly can. But he's got some cool uh, bandsaw boxes and some... Um, finger jointed stuff and you know just really interesting things that that he's making like still woodworking channel like you know they don't always have to be like crazy you know out of left field um, makers this is you know it's woodworking and that's what I'm into and um, and he has some really cool stuff and really well made videos right out right out of the gate and I thought that was really impressive like I watched his first ever video and he put it out two months ago and I was like wow this guy could have been doing this for like the last two years so I was impressed by that alone, and then the, the content is really good. So I suggest you take a look at that one.
1: That sounds good. I haven't heard. I haven't heard of him before. Yeah. yeah. I mean yeah, It's new to me.
0: The awesome thing about this movement is that there are so. You're playing with your country dice, aren't you? Maybe. Yeah. So the, <laughs> the thing about this this maker community right now is that there are so many incredible content creators, and they're just coming out of the woodworks, uh, pun intended, like daily. You know, so there's just so much content to watch. Whereas two years ago, three years ago, I'd watch all of my videos in 20 minutes, and that was like once a week. Now, I struggle to keep up by watching yeah. half an hour to 45 minutes a day.
2: Yes, it's uh, I, uh, I. It's can't an amazing problem. I know, I, I can't keep up. There's so many new and amazing makers showing up all the time, and I, I feel bad because I want to watch them all, but then yeah. I also... Want to make stuff myself? Yeah. <laughs> well,
0: there's that, that. There's that too. Yeah, it's kind of like you know the I play Survivor with them. Oh, look who's not good this week! <laughs> you lose in the rankings. <laughs> you know? Oh, you're on your way out of my subscription list. I'm crushing your head. <laughs> yeah.
1: Now that, that I kids remember, Kids in the Hall. Kids yeah, in the Hall. Good. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. yeah.
0: Well, I'm Canadian, so.
1: Yeah, that's right. They were Canadian. That was yeah. a Canadian very, show. That's right. Very From good. Canada.
0: From yeah, Canadiana. They're uh, right up there. And a lot of them went on to, like, big things. You know, like uh, Dave Foley uh, was on name? news radio. And, news radio. Yeah. Dave and Foley, one of them, yeah. Yeah, one of them went right to SNL. And, and,
1: and somebody's a host of a game show, uh, Price is Right, I believe. What's no, his name? That,
2: that's no, Drew was Carey. He wasn't was
1: on that. Not Drew Carey. Um, um, well,
2: that's the host of Price is Right.
1: Well, not Price is Right, then. No, is, it, is he? The, that's, you're thinking of um, Monty Hall. That's not the Price is Right. No. no. Me, that was Bob
2: Barker was yeah, Bob Barker was Price is was Right. Price is right. Well Monty
1: Hall was Let's Make a Deal and the new Let's Make a Deal guy used to be on Kids in the Hall. Tim, do you
0: have a gong? Because I think I think a <laughs> that gong was would Chuck be Ferris
1: yeah. on the Gong Show.
0: There you go. <laughs> you keep it
1: up, you're gonna get two more gongs. <laughs> hey I got some shout-outs real quick that um from Atlanta that I have to catch up on. I'll just I'll give me ten seconds. I got to hang out with Mike Laffey, you guys, seriously. Mike Laffey is more awesome in person than you can ever imagine. He's already awesome. Mike, I love you. I got to meet Chris Ahern. Chris Dixon work, and I know he's listening to the podcast. He works in Joel's shop and he's got a uh, small YouTube channel. Chris Dixon. Chris, I love you, buddy. Thank you for listening. Um, Margo, Joel's wife, Mackenzie. um, um, Tony's wife uh, Michelle, Becca, and Elliot they are prop makers from Atlanta they were awesome and everybody in Joel's shop and JD on the other side of Joel's shop who's got a metal shop, who's friends with Doresta and Rory May and all those amazing metal maker kind of guys, okay I'm done
0: I just realized which game show host you would be you would be uh, Richard Dawson
1: oh heck yeah, I could do that he was like the smoothest, coolest dude ever yeah. He creep. got into a lot of trouble
0: for kissing all the female contestants and that's what you do with the hugs so I feel like it makes a lot of sense
1: But he didn't get in, he kissed all the female contestants no Right on the mouth favorite. Yeah
0: Yeah, that's you So What show, uh, what show was that? No the hey, Family I, Feud back in the 70s Oh, He's walking over you. and you like Hey, how you doing, dog? Hey, hey, is this your mother? Hey, hey yeah. yeah. Is this well, your I'm daughter? i to tell you
1: something
0: <laughs> 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 Which is I basically kid. Bill Lutz anywhere he goes yeah. Hey, how I nice kiss. to meet you, big hug
1: Anyway, there's there's a lot of love out there for everybody and, and we love all of our people. Phil, why don't you go into our thing where we'd say um you know stuff?
0: Thank you. Terrific segue. Um let's see here. Our channels on uh, that's not what we're doing, is it? Yeah, that is what yeah. we're doing. Yeah. On Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube, Phil Pinsky. I got a you know, pick that picture frame, so check that out on Instagram and I got a new video, so check that out on YouTube and makertechreviews.com if you want to buy tools and want reviews from people who are people like us Williamlutz.com, which is all things William Lutz. it's impossible to contain all of those things in a website but this website certainly comes very close uh so thank you justin sparks for uh you know attempting that that monumental endeavor uh timsway.net <laughs> it's pretty good and that's by jason payne <laughs> <laughs> It pretty much, I got to tell you, it pretty much gets everything that Tim is on that contact page, just on the one part of the page. It's, I really it's didn't,
2: you know, I, it, nobody goes to web pages anymore, but you still have to have one. It's, right. it's, just, a, it's just a launch pad for social media, you know, in a lot of right. ways.
0: Right, right. It know. is, and I'm, I'm obviously I'm messing with you. It's a terrific website. You, Do you, you have get a that, website, right? Phil? Uh, no, I'm uh, I have many upset, websites, but uh, <laughs> just check me out on social media. I like to go direct. Uh, you can always go to ReclaimedAudioPodcast.com. That's,
1: that's one way.
0: That's technically one of my maybe. Um, <laughs> so contact us for <laughs> show topic suggestions, feedback, uh, all that good stuff. You can hit us up at reclaimed Audio on Twitter or send us an e- email info at reclaimedaudidiopodcast.com. Uh, you can and we encourage you to leave us an iTunes review. They are terrific in helping us get this show to more and more people. And patreon.com slash reclaimed audio. Can't tell you uh, how much this mechanism helps keep this podcast going. It's super important, um, and every little bit helps, and we really, really appreciate it. And uh, that's all I got, boys. I,
1: I was just going to say, I'm learning a whole lot about feedback now that I'm making guitars and amps. I'm just saying.
0: Tim, you got the trumpet there handy? I do. I do have the trouble. Okay, terrific. Just
1: and...
0: There it is. <laughs> there it
1: is. <laughs>
0: Otherwise, uh, have a great week, guys.
1: Bye, everybody. Yeah.
0: Yes, thank you, and be good.